welcome to What Would You Say You Do Here? This is season two, and I believe we are on episode five. Wow, episode five already? <laughs> We've done so well. We made it. I'm Katie Sally. And I'm Aaron Zerlip. Today, I thought we'd do something a little bit different. I have been looking for new ideas for the podcast, and I started just Googling, you know, questions to see what do people ask Google about product managers, and the results were kind of interesting, and it got me thinking about my secret shame, which is watching these Wired Magazine uh, celebrity autocomplete interviews where a celebrity is asked to answer questions that Google has about them. So like people will say, what does Brie Larson? And then, you know, all the Google autocompletes that come up for that. And the celebrity will answer the questions. Um, We're not celebrities, but, you know, maybe one day. One day. So I thought we'd do that with product managers. Let's do it. I have to admit that one of the autocompletes kind of sent me into a little existential crisis, a little spiral and it was, why do product managers exist? And <laughs> I have to admit, I, I did wonder if this whole thing was a very good idea. So we'll, we'll have to see. What, what tone did you read that question in your head with? Like, Oh, see, that's a good point. You can't read tone over text. But I, I did read it with a very sarcastic sort of tone. Why do product managers even exist? Is, I added the E yeah, in my exactly. head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So the first question we'll put into Google is what do product managers and let's see what Google auto completes. What do product managers do? Everything. (laughs) A little bit of everything. Yeah. Meetings. Meetings. Oh, lately it has been a lot of meetings. Anytime you're in kind of quarterly planning, it's all meetings. Yeah. I definitely feel the same. Um, what, What do product managers do? Well, we build roadmaps. We talk to customers and the business. We execute the roadmap and then get feedback from the customers on how they like that roadmap. We try and solve problems. We solve not only product problems, but also technical problems that you know accrue over time as you ship things in quick and hasty states. Hopefully in ways that will make the company money. Yeah. Or so it's a good- keep the company in business. that's the goal that's what product managers do all right what do product managers make Ooh, um products (laughs) see i was wondering if it was like products or like salary it's the question's probably around salary it's probably around salary but we can we can answer it the other way we make products yeah if I learned anything from the celebrities that I've been watching, it's you don't have to answer a question if it's awkward. Oh yeah, that's an awkward. That's a bit yeah. of an awkward. It's a bit of a personal question, Google. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, how about this one? What do product managers care about? Ooh, I think we've actually talked about this one several times on the show. Product managers care about the product, but they. The main thing that they care about, I think, is the customer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think I really, I really care about solving the customer's problems. Yeah, because to me, like, you, it means that they haven't figured out a good solution, and uh, if there is a good one, they're generally willing to pay for it. 
Yeah. But and I know my I pay for I pay for solutions myself that make my life easier and I'm very grateful for those things. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's a good one. I like that question. Yeah. So we also try to be we 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 try to empathize with our customers, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's what helps us care more about their problems. Yeah. I think it sounds a little cheesy, but honestly, like we've said here before, like if you don't care, then you're probably in the lo- the wrong line of work. Very true. Yeah, you have to care about the problem on some level. Either mm-hmm. it's a problem you face personally or in your you know business life, or it's just a technology you're particularly passionate about. Or maybe even just you like problem solving in general. Yeah. And I think that's definitely a trait uh, common across most product managers. It's just yeah. willingness or like eagerness to want to solve problems. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I like the next one. I think this one comes up a lot. What do product managers major in? And I think the answer to this one is kind of changing. I think it was a little bit different when, when we went through college. Uh, I majored in rhetoric and composition, which is basically uh, – well, we called it a degree in bullshit. <laughs> um, literally, that's what that's what uh, all the all the people that were majoring in it. We all called it that, but it's it's basically arguing a degree in arguing on paper. And you didn't become a lawyer. I did not. No, no. <laughs> Missed opportunity there, Katie. Absolutely. What about you? What did you major in? I. Why do I not know that? Yeah, uh, I majored in electrical engineering, and I minored in art history. Wow. Okay. I minored in film. Okay. So you definitely, you, yours were related. I would say film and and composition are at least like somewhat related. Somewhat. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit creative there. I think it's interesting that this is, this is kind of the thing that happens anytime I ask a product manager this question. No one really came into this field intentionally. Yeah like a lot of us didn't actually know that it existed or that it was a possibility or that it was something that we were interested in until we stumbled across it. Uh, but I do think that uh, um, that there are more uh, colleges and universities offering, offering if not a product management degree, a degree that, that is closer than anything that we had the opportunity to to go through. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I don't, I had never heard of product management when I was in college. That's not to say like yeah. there weren't some kind of classes more focused on on those mm-hmm. skills that a product manager needs but certainly yeah i think most people i know usually come from either like a technical background or just randomly discovered product manager yeah i think a lot of people too went through uh customer support that's yeah that's true yeah yeah which is not a major or an academic degree. So yeah, it's like, it's kind of hard to say. Like I wouldn't say, yeah, the, the main, I don't think there's any particular major that you have to have. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. It is changing. I mean, I know Carnegie Mellon now has like Mm -hmm. a whole program in product management. Uh, I think Stanford does as well. I believe I saw like some classes around it at like Berkeley. Um, when I was doing some research recently, so it's definitely gaining momentum. And like, I know there's like whole, like, focuses within like MBA programs as mm-hmm. well now, yeah. um, focusing on product management. So, you know, you could go to Harvard Business School and study product management, or you could just do what we did yeah. and stumble your way into it somehow. <laughs> Either way, as long as you end up doing something you you care about. <laughs> so uh, beyond what you need to major in, what do product managers need to know? Everything. A little bit of everything. I, I I think that's everything. helpful. Yeah, you got to be. <laughs> no, but 
It sounds it sounds like a joke, but really, you do need to know a little bit of everything. You need to be able to talk intelligently to engineers, to marketing, to the support team, to customers, to the C-suite. You need to have a little bit, at least a little bit of knowledge about pretty much everything in the business. Not to say that you're an expert in everything, but that you, you can talk to everything. Yeah, definitely. And I think it helps having... Yeah, just a general curiosity about all things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think that, that's the thing I think that not only attracted me to product, well, I, I, I didn't, like I said, I did kind of stumble into product management, but what kept me here in this kind of career was the ability, the fact that we get to do a little bit of everything. I like Yeah. It's never dull. It's really never dull. In fact, sometimes to a fault, like sometimes you're so crazy busy, you wish it was dull, but mm-hmm. it really is not dull. There's always something different. Yeah. So I, I think, I mean, what, what are the things that I use uh, in my day to day? I use finance. Uh, if I'm working on like pricing strategies, um, I use like data and, and analytical skills. If I'm actually like looking at data or having to like yeah. query data and make, make some sort of meaningful insights from it. I have to understand marketing and like the markets in general, how to size a market, how to look at competitors and understand like what competitive advantage you might have over them or vice versa. Uh, I have to understand the technology that my product is, you know, built on um, and how it'll like, how customers will integrate with it and ultimately consume its value. I have to understand like the business problem of my, you know, that's kind of painting my my customer and i have to know like the business drivers that are going to make that product successful within my own company so it's like a little bit of everything which is i think that's why i really love it same same here so you got to know everything no you got to know everything no big deal (laughs) or at least a little bit of everything yeah a little bit of everything and i think be open to learning more than you than you went in definitely and i think for that reason I, i i i find a lot of I've had a lot of really successful product managers who are just like generalists, you know, like like kind of jacks of all trade. Yeah. Um, who like to, who again, just curious and like to learn new things. Yep. So if that sounds like you, maybe you should be a product <laughs> manager. What do product managers do at Google, and what what do product managers at Amazon do? I think these are these are really good questions, and honestly, I think from the ones that I I have met at Google. They seem to do the same thing that any product manager does at any company. I don't think it's a whole lot different. I'm I am positive that Google is a lot more strict about, you know, you, you probably have to write requirements in a certain way. You probably have to have specific data sets when you want to, you know, build a particular feature or whatever. But I, I believe that they do just the same thing that the rest of us do. Yeah. Yeah. And I think... You know, if you really want to understand like the different types of product managers, I think it's more helpful to look at like, are you building a consumer product or mm-hmm. a Good B2B point, yeah. product? Um, are you building something that like an end user is going to use or are you building something that gets consumed by a machine? Yeah. And that may- I also think, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think that, that looking at that might be a better way of like understanding like the different types of product management. Yeah. I also think probably at a, at a larger company like that, you're going to, you're going to see a lot more variety uh, in skill sets. And you're probably also going to see fewer generalists and more specific 
product manager. So you're going to have a technical backend PM who focuses on one area of, of the feature set versus somebody who focuses on, on, a, on a wider feature set. So prob- probably have to be a little bit more specific there yeah. than general. Okay. Let's go on to another uh, prompt here for, for the old Google. Why do product managers dot, dot, dot. Why do product managers exist? If you have to, if you have to ask this question, um, then it's possible that you have not either have not met a product manager who really loves solving problems, or it's possible that the product department at your company was not well developed, um, was not empowering the product managers to be able to do the the full range of their their job function. Ooh, I like this one. Why do product managers fail? Oh, that is a good one. So I started a, a, actually a PM book club just to kind of encourage other PMs to, to read books. And we, we just do one a quarter. And uh, for our first book, we read Inspired by Marty Kagan, which is a, a good book that kind of just sets, establishes like the foundational principles for like what you should do in product management and how you should structure your product organization. Uh, but I think a, a big takeaway from that book was you are necessarily going to fail if you're a product manager. Like you're going to ask a question or try to vet a hypothesis and you will be wrong. And the whole goal of product management is to fail earlier rather than later. If, if you have not failed as a product manager, then you have not taken enough risks. And that's not to say that you need to be failing all the time or taking these huge risks all the time, but you do need to be pushing yourself and pushing your product and pushing the business, which means that at some point you are going to fail. The product is going to fail. The feature is going to fail. And that's how you learn. That's how you learn what not to do next time. Exactly. It's, 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 it's how you learn. Yeah. What, what questions you need to ask the next time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's how you get better at executing and interviewing and kind of analyzing. Um, so yeah, I think, I think product managers fail because we're doing our job and we're, we're experimenting and we're trying to figure out uh, what the right product market fit is and that you'll never get that the right, the first time. Why do product managers need to know SQL? Well, they don't, but a lot of them do. I don't think you necessarily need to know it, um, but it is a very handy skill to have. And Aaron, I know that, it, that you know it. Yeah. Um, I learned, I learned it in my, actually my very first job out of college, my very first job, they put me in charge of writing like SQL reports for some large company and I had never written SQL before in my life. Uh, so I learned. <laughs> <laughs> but then I learned later on that, oh, this is actually a pretty powerful way to yeah. uh, learn how to like unlock what's insights uh, in my data. So as long as you have access to data uh, and you know mm-hmm. how to uh, join disparate data sets to kind of get new insights that aren't like immediately visible, it's, it's really powerful. And it, it kind of lays the foundation for... Beginning to yeah yeah do more like do like deeper um, like data analysis. I think it's a really important skill. Uh, it's it's certainly not mandatory, but yeah. Uh, like like going back to like what do product managers at Google do? I would I would venture to guess that probably just about every one of them knows SQL just because yeah you need to be able to like if you want to like build a data driven you know product where you're not just making like intelligent guesses but making like really informed mm-hmm. data-driven guesses you have you probably you pretty much have to be able to like unlock 
you know, at least query your, your data a little bit and get yeah. some like high level understanding of it. I would suggest a, at least a base level knowledge. Like you ought to be able to write a couple of very basic queries. But yeah, there's a lot of good resources. Uh, Khan Academy has some pretty good SQL classes that are all free. Mm-hmm. I know I, I actually took, I, I, I went through some of those a couple of years back when I was just trying to brush up on like some of the basics. Uh, but there's plenty of good resources out there that if you invest just a few hours of time, um, you can certainly learn learn what enough that you need to, you know, just to get by. Yeah, absolutely. What do product managers study? Life. <laughs> the art of war. Yeah. Machiavelli. No, that's just me. No, that's 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 valid. Um, I would highly recommend the art of war and the prince too to anyone wanting to to survive in an engineering organization. I'm kidding, mostly. I was reading an essay actually recently about how there's a lot of really good insights from you know Machiavelli, but people just sort of associate uh, him with like kind of like ruthless uh, dictatorship. He wasn't <laughs> the nicest guy, but yeah, well, he had a yeah. lot of good strategic yes. insights that he people really tend to does. gloss over, yeah. and that he doesn't get enough credit for some of those. Uh, the Art of War, that's another like, that, that's, a, that's a helpful I think one. kind of interesting because so much of it are seem like common sense to us, but really they're just common sense because the Art of War has been around so long that we've now kind of accepted it as part of our, our you know, kind of global human knowledge. But really it's, we, we owe it all to the Art of War, <laughs> or at least, you know, for writing it down. But yeah, I think, I think to that point, like it's helpful to know like how to negotiate mm-hmm how to build consensus because a lot of times what you're doing is you know you're taking an idea that you're advocating for and trying to get other people to buy into it so you kind of have to you've got to be a cheerleader for it um and so it helps to understand a little bit of like social psychology Mm -hmm. behavioral psychology um uh, i think those are kind of things that you just pick up over time with product management as you like get more experience and have more and more tough conversations where you're trying to convince someone who might yeah. seem like an adversary to kind of pick up your side. Then there's also kind of the the basics um, that I think any any product manager ought to read. Things like the Lean Startup and the Design of Everyday Things. I think we've recommended both of those on the show before, but those are those are kind of um, basic stepping stones. It's like you know learning at least a basic SQL query. These are these are things that probably most product managers have read. And pro- most of them know how to do. Yeah, I just started lean data analysis, mm. which I've been recommended. I'm trying it on audiobook. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> it's a- I can't listen to an audiobook unless I'm in the car. Like I can't just sit in my house and listen to an audiobook. It doesn't work. I have to be doing something too, but uh, yeah. I, I like it. Like uh, while I'm exercising, or now, like even just when I'm just kind of doing my morning routine, like getting ready yeah. in the bathroom in the morning. I have like audiobooks going because I realized I had I downloaded like 10 books last year. And I'm like, I'm never going to get through all these if I'm not listening <laughs> to them like all the time. Yeah, that's good. That's a good point. So we'll see how that, how much I like glean from that audiobook. But um, uh, yeah, the, the book I mentioned earlier, Inspired, uh, is uh, another good like product management one. And now I'm, I'm just now starting um, High Output Management by Andy Grove, who is like the longtime CEO of Intel. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's a good book or not, but a lot of people recommended it. So I think I think you need to know a lot. I think we're going back to that theme mm-hmm. of like, be a journalist, be curious, keep learning, learn all the things, and then learn some more. 
and try and follow some blogs, you know, follow some, you know, product managers out there and follow people within whatever industry that you're working in as well. Uh, so he, you know, always keep learning. I think that's probably, that's probably key. Yeah. And always at least have one product book ready to talk about if you're going into an interview, because you're going to get that question where it's like, at some <laughs> yes. point. and if you don't, yep. if you can't name a product management book, the interview is probably not going to go that well. Mm-hmm. All right. Next autocomplete question. Do product managers need to code? Interesting. You know, I, I mean, I'm going to say no. Um, you don't need to code. No, you don't need to code. But it certainly helps, like, if you're going to be building, like, some very, very basic prototypes. And I, I know I know plenty of product managers who were former developers. And so mm-hmm. a lot yeah. of times that does help. It helps a lot. I think if you if you're not going to code, um, you, you should at least take some coding classes, even if it's, you know, some stuff on YouTube where you're just learning some very basics, just understanding the concept, understanding what coding is, I think is hugely important. You don't want to go in and talk to a developer and have no idea what their actual day to day entails. So it's very important that you're familiar with the basic concepts, even if you're not going to actually learn Python or Java or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, I'm working right now, like the first ever like Java shop uh, I've ever been in. So I had to go and read up on like Java class structure because mm-hmm. a lot of times there are like convers- some conversations going on that I didn't need to be a part of, but if I could like contribute, if I could at least understand <laughs> yeah. and potentially contribute intelligently, uh, it would definitely earn me some street cred with the developers. So Street cred is is important, and it's also it also helps you understand some of the stumbling stumbling blocks. So if you know a developer is coming to you and telling you that something is not possible, it's a little bit easier to translate that to the business if you know what they're talking about. Absolutely, yeah. I would say you don't need to code, but you do need to have some familiarity with coding. Yeah, for sure. Do product managers have direct reports? Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I think so that some of the common structures you'll see in like more established product organizations are like, you could have like a group product manager where you yourself are product managing something, but you're also managing people. So you're kind of having to wear two hats, Mm -hmm. which is, is tough. Um, And then you could just be a straight up, like a, a product lead or a director where you're just more of a people manager of product managers. And so, yeah. Are you still a product manager if you only manage other product managers? I say so, yeah, because you're still having to give guidance on like strategy. And you're almost certainly still making product decisions. You're just, you're kind of proxying those through other product managers, but you're still probably in charge of making sure that that product gets to market, you know, in the right way or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, you're definitely uh, still a product manager if you have direct reports. Do product managers get paid well? Well, pe- I guess is this is what people <laughs> this is what people this want is, to know. This is what people are googling. So you know, uh, LinkedIn is your friend here. Go to LinkedIn. Look, they they have features that you can look up whatever job you're looking for in your area, and it'll give you average salary. So if you want to know um, if product managers get paid well, go to LinkedIn. It's the information is there. I didn't know that LinkedIn had that kind of information. Yeah, it's good to know. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I would also recommend uh, what levels.fyi and uh, blind if you uh, if you want to 
get actual like like insight into mm -hmm. like what people are making like today. Yeah, I think Glassdoor will have it a little bit more specific to each company as well. If you're looking at a specific company. Yeah, I felt like Glassdoor like had a, had a definitely a, like the kind of the first movers advantage and like providing salary information mm -hmm. and stuff. Uh, but I, I, I found that like some of that data just looks like it seems kind of stale after to me now. And I think it's, it's all self-reported. So I don't, I don't know how accurate it's going to be. It could be, you know, you never know with Glassdoor if the company is kind of pressuring people to write those or if people have a bone to pick with the company, you know, if they, if they left on bad terms, then they might go and write something that's completely untrue. So I don't think take any one of these sources as gospel. Like you need to, you need to look around and, and maybe look for some average across different sources ah just like a good product manager you can't just trust one <laughs> set of numbers exactly all right do product managers need to be technical i think this goes back to what we said about coding and sql it doesn't you don't need to be technical but the more technical knowledge you have and easier it is for you to talk about things uh that are technical then the the better you'll be able to do your job yeah. And, and I think because there is, there's definitely a lot of technical PMs in my company now. There are a few PMs that I notice like will often like preface conversations with, I'm not a technical PM. Yeah. But like, and then they'll talk, but like they are very, in, you know, much in touch with like their customer needs, yeah. competitors, the market, uh, their product, like in their area of the product. So you don't have to be technical to be a yeah. product by any means. I actually, I actually have a whole talk that I have given before about this, about this topic, about being a technical, being a, a technical PM that's not a very technical person, um, which I think would, would describe myself probably pretty well. I used to start any conversation that I had with a developer with, I'm not very technical, but until finally one of them told me to stop saying that. Um, and I realized that I was actually doing myself a disservice, that I had learned the product quite well. I did know a lot more than when I had started out in product management. I was a lot more technical than I used to be. So another thing is to, to try and be aware of the level that you're at and don't sell yourself short. If you're, if you're working with developers on a daily basis, if you understand their job, then you're probably a little bit more technical than you think you are. That does not to say that everyone is a, you know, a technical PM just because they understand a little bit of tech, but you might be more technical than, than you think you are. Yeah. Do product managers travel? Yes. I have, I've been fortunate. I've never had to travel a ton, um, as a PM. I, yeah, I have traveled, I think as a PM in every PM job that I've had, but to varying degrees, um, my current job, I've only traveled for conferences. Um, my last couple of jobs, I occasionally traveled out to speak to customers. Um, if there was like a big customer summit or just to talk to, a, you know, a VIP or something like that. So I think it just depends on the job. Yeah. Uh, that, that's been my experiences, conferences, going to talk to customers, especially if it's like a big, important customer, uh, you know, maybe pre presenting like your, your roadmap for the next year mm -hmm. or, you know, how you're going to solve that problem they've been asking about for the last two years. Uh, maybe conferences, to, or conferences where you're going to mm -hmm. present or like, like represent your company, not necessarily yeah. just attend. And also, if you have a, a company that has multiple locations, as a product manager, you will likely travel between some of those locations because quite often you need to talk to other parts of the business. And a lot of times you want to do that in person. So you might travel for that reason as well. 
which is why I'm really excited for COVID to be over so I could start getting my trips to New York and San Francisco nice. again. Yes. Uh, and we need to go do that conference in Zurich again. Oh, yeah. I still have to convince my boss about that one. Yeah, that's I've got like a $400 learning budget now. So <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to have to get a little more creative this time. <laughs> do product managers write user stories? I hope so. Otherwise, I feel like I've been doing it wrong. Yeah. I think you're you're writing something, whether it's requirement yeah. or user stories or developer stories or epics, but you should be trying to convey the uh, the problem you're solving and why it's worth solving. Yep, absolutely. I, I think that a lot of product shops and product managers get caught up in the uh, the process, the exact tone of voice you need to use, the exact wording that you need to use. Personally, I don't think that is um, necessarily as important as making sure that you get your point across. And, you know, sometimes the, the, the process, the, the specific format for writing a story is what helps you get that point across. But again, the whole point of those is to make sure that you're making yourself understood. Yeah. Do product managers need an MBA? Uh-oh. Aaron, I think we're in trouble if they do. Uh-oh. <laughs> Nobody tell our bosses that we don't have MBAs. You know, I, I I think the answer is no, but it does seem like it's becoming more and more prevalent. Yeah. I, I think most of the the director level or above that I know, um, they they do have an MBA. So if you want to move up, I think it's probably it's it's one more um flower in your crown for lack of a better way to express it it's another way to help you move forward in your career it's probably not the only way yeah and definitely i would say especially if you're if you're in a more like technical role i find that mbas are a lot more optional versus if you're in i guess just a more yeah. business or customer facing product kind of role do product managers need certifications there are a lot of certifications out there now for product managers. I know people who have them and I know product managers who don't and they all seem to be doing okay. When I've been hiring product yeah. managers, I've never looked for certifications. I, I think it's a really good way if you don't know product management to break into it. If you, if you want to move from another position into product management and no one is giving you the opportunity, go out and get some certifications. You know, if you can't, if you can't get someone to give you a chance uh, without the experience, then get some certifications. That's something that you can use to show them that A, you're serious, and B, you've put some time in, effort in. But but I don't think that it's necessary. I think a lot of what those certifications uh, do is is they, they show you things that you will also learn on the job. Um, and I, I know a lot of PMs have, you know, um, Scrum certifications as well; those are great. But again, that's also something that you can that you can learn on the job. So I think it's it's probably one or the other. I don't know that you necessarily need both, especially if you've been a PM for years. You probably don't need to go out and get yourself certifications because you've already been doing the job. Yeah, um, I I totally agree with that. I I myself have like certifications, but that that was more like a result of my consulting years where you had to have certifications in order to get new roles. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, uh, I definitely don't. I don't see it as a requirement at all anymore. We did good. 
We've exhausted all that Google has to offer. <laughs> we could probably come up with a few more, but um, I'm afraid they might be more in the why do product managers exist category. And that's just kind of depressing. So I think we will end it there. Um, yeah, we'll just want to wish a very happy Mardi Gras to everyone ah, out yes. there listening in product land. Is there is there like a phrase? So you you spend a lot of time in New Orleans. Is there a phrase that you say? Now you're putting me on the spot. No, I don't. I don't remember a phrase. Um, I feel like there's got to laissez les bon temps rouler, which is let the good times roll. But that's oh my gosh, you just busted out some French. That was amazing. Not really like a Mardi Gras thing, as so much as like a a New Orleans saying of just like, hey, have some, have, have fun. I like it. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you all very much for your time, Product Land. We will see you next time. All right. Aloha. Adios. Auf Wiedersehen. Arrivederci. Shalom.